cruel. We put it in, otherwise we just kind of jump to the end when we stopped, and it's, you know, well, that wasn't good. I have the metronome on. It's like tripping me out. Was that cool? Were you, I couldn't yeah. hear what you were playing. That's cool. Okay. Oh shit, my rice. Alright, welcome everybody. Uh, that was a little intro jam. Jay's also cooking rice right now, and so it was cut short because he had to go get that. It was, the pot was boiling over almost. And thankfully, we are in the kitchen and we're at full sight of the the rice and the burning stove. So everything is under control and everything is fine. We got uh I guess Jay's gonna be eating rice. Is there anything else you've made? Uh, he's prepping old rice for his for new fried rice. I'm making new rice to have old rice for when I make fried rice. I think that is a great analogy for you know something. Making old rice is like a concept that's brand new to me, but. That's well, the idea that old rice would be more valuable than new rice if you're trying to make fried rice properly, you know, that's pretty cool. It's like upcycling. You're upcycling your rice. Yeah. And and just like making something to be old is not a very popular idea these days. No, everyone wants new, new, new. What's the next next best thing? Or something new that will never be old because it will break and it will be like obsolete. They don't make stuff like they used to, man. They don't Back make. Back in our day. 
Yeah. He's put gotta find a place to put his guitar down. There he goes. That guitar is pretty, pretty fragile. I don't know. It's it's been beaten and damaged so many times that it's on it's really close to being like broken. It's a real nice guitar. It is, which makes me feel bad. Need to get a hold of that luthier. Yeah. It's got a crack down the middle and it, it doesn't hold tune super well. I was making these covers of Grizzly Bear songs for a while and posting it on uh, their subreddit. And I got some good feedback on that. I remember. But some people, a lot, every time someone would post a comment and be like, hey, sounds like your low E string's a little out of tune. And that just pissed me off so much. Oh, that someone would piss me off. Tells me my guitar's a little out of tune. Cause it's like, yeah, dude, I know. And also, who really gives a shit? I yeah. mean, I, I guess if you have that good of an ear, which I don't, then it, and it bothers you, I could understand. But like, just look past. I mean, yeah, you got to be look looking for stuff. And it was know? started out in tune, like it was in tune, and then I played it, and then I played it, and I played it. Sorry. Yeah, not <laughs> everyone has a guitar that stays in tune while you play it. <laughs> Yeah, it got out of tune, and there's nothing I could do about it. I'm not going to sit and retune it every two seconds, you know? And then it took me a while to get a good take where I was like, this is good. Because when you're, here's not, here, uh, when you're recording guitar and you're trying to get like, like a good shareable clip, do you feel like a lot of mental, like... I definitely find my best singing happens when I'm not thinking about anyone like hearing me or even really the way that I am judging myself while I'm singing other yeah. than to try to sound as good as possible. And sometimes I can really just like sing something. I'm like, wow, I, I can do it. I just, it really, I have to be in the zone and it's really tough to get there. It's kind of like acting. I feel like in a yeah. weird way, singing, which sounds weird. Cause you know, it's not like you're being inauthentic. But there's something about fully, like, letting go and just diving into this thing, trying to do this thing, you know? Yeah. I feel like it takes a lot of emotional strength. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, it's, it's, I don't know how to fight that. It's like almost like the, the force itself is more of a like more powerful than my resistance to I mean like it's it's just like it's hard for me to not think that like ah there's a I'm trying to I'm recording this and think through the perspective of like other people viewing or listening which is it's hard I don't know I don't know I don't like it I wish I was better at that but it just makes me record like a shit my strategy is just like record like a 10 minute video of me just kind of going until I can maybe like get to a point where I've forgotten that I was recording it and then I maybe I would get like a really good you know part and then I could cut yeah <laughs> yeah I'm kind of bad about starting and stopping yeah I I do that sometimes too but I, I get like freaked out when I see all these videos like yeah you pile them up there's like 30. oh yeah 
and you have you ever like not deleted those and then you just have like this wall of yes yeah most times <laughs> so i'm getting the sense that if i were to look through your camera roll i'd see picture 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 and then just like one of the million videos of the exact same thing yeah same camera angle me same similar thumbnail and they're all bad <laughs> and i couldn't use any of them yeah Sometimes you'll get like almost a perfect take and there's like one part where you just flubbed it and you it's really frustrating. Yeah. And it makes me wonder like how how good of a take should I be looking for if like I'm going to post this video online? Like should I like if I if I hit a note and it was kind of like a dead note one of the times is someone going to notice that or is, am I the only one that's noticing that? All my guitar playing is really bad if you listen to it on things I post because I don't, I just don't care. I know I'm not. Well, I feel like you post more stuff that it's not really about the guitar playing. Yeah, because I can't. It's more about like the song in total. Yeah. Posting stuff. And I kind of uh, don't know if that's, I I don't really like that. I'll be honest. You can play guitar. I just feel like you, I don't see you well, do it a lot. Like, something I think about a lot when I'm po- when I write songs that if I'm going to like post something, um, I feel bad. I feel like uh, I don't know if people really want to see just a guy playing a playing uh, chords on a guitar while he sings, and it's like the point of the song thing is a bit cringe. That whole of like God, this is just listen. This is <laughs> this is. I think it no I think it's I think it's a very like respectable thing to do. Like it's not like uh I think like it's like art. Like if you there's some people that will post them making a giant oil painting. There's some people that might just post them doing a little doodle. There might be, you know, pick people that It's like I think it comes down to amount of time invested versus like output. So, like, if you feel like you're not doing as much that's, like, impressive technically on guitar or, like, then, but if you're putting a video out like that every single day, it's like, well, of course, not every one of them is going to be, like, this masterpiece, but it's this replicable thing that you've done and you can put it out, like, or maybe that's a bad analogy. I'm thinking, like, I've thought about this with, like, art, though, like, with paint like you can spend a long time on an art piece and really get into like some technical uh stuff and like time consuming stuff but if you're doing that like you're not expected to be doing that every single day like you spend a lot of time on it and then you post something like say you share something like that like once a month but i can do these little doodles that are like i'm not gonna spend that much time on it. i'm gonna spend like <laughs> like 10 to 15 minutes on it max but if I'm doing that and I'm doing it so often that like that little investment of time to create this like sub, I think like a little bit of a subpar product, then <coughs> that becomes more of a feat that I've re- replicated that. And it's like a daily thing. And I think like music stuff is like that a little bit too. I think with music though, there's like a perception that people have when they see it that it's not so as innocuous as like a drawing or something people kind of view it as like you are taking yourself really seriously even if you're not 
because you're mm-hmm. like playing a guitar and singing, for instance, people are going to look at that and be like, oh, this guy's like bearing his soul or something. Maybe, I don't think yeah. most people really view making songs as like making drawings or something like that, even though it's kind of, it can come from this, like, yeah, music is, you know, you can be, a lot of it's like the inspiration or like feelings you have and trying to express yourself, but same with art, like drawing and stuff. You're just straight up saying it. Yeah, you're just saying it or you're trying to convey it with words in a way and you're singing along. It's like like reading a poem. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> on that level of like, oh boy, this is, you know, to hear it up close and personal is a little, right. it's a lot. It, you yeah. Know, it's an intimate. But if you're confident about it, I mean like. Yeah, and, and I just wish people would understand that like every time I post something, I'm not like, guys this is really important like you know sometimes i just want to be like this is just me fucking around and i feel like i've done that with some videos like sometimes i'll post just like me playing a like i've posted me playing a loop in logic and just kind of playing some keys over it and like jamming out yeah and that's the vibe i have with everything i make is i'm just around i'm just booping and bopping and then it's like time to come up with a uh gut-wrenching right poem kind of a narrative put, put to, to this. this because that's how you're supposed to do it although sometimes i don't you know i mean yeah connecting to the, i have a lot of nonsensical non sequitur don't like lyrics that don't relate to each other <laughs> in songs and don't mean anything yeah and it's just uh because fuck it yeah i who should gives not a crap yeah who gives crap <laughs> you know sometimes i care a lot about what i'm saying and how i'm saying it other times it's more about the song itself and the music and just making it what it what I think it should be. Yeah. And that's that's all yeah. Yeah. And and uh no, I, I think like yeah. Uh like that lighthearted kinda like uh it's just you know and I always But it's a double edged sword because then other times you're like, no, this is like why don't people get how deep yeah. and profound and it's really important to me yeah, that you guys really support <laughs> me <laughs> doing this. <laughs> yeah. But I've found myself telling, like saying to myself, uh, a lot of times when I've like posted something and I'm like, I'm imagining someone being like, Oh God, like this dude is really, you know, like he, like laying his heart out, putting himself out there. I always think like as a response and in this imaginary conversation in my head that I'm like, what am I going to do? Not share it. Like, not, I, I love making music and it makes me really happy. It brings me a lot of joy. And am I going to not like share that? Like I have to, I've been told by so many people growing up, like if you're doing that, it's meant to be shared. You know, there's no point in making a bunch of music and getting into stuff like that. And like just keeping it all to yourself and you can, but that's just kind of like, why not put it if the only thing at risk is like your ego then like that's not a very good reason to not share it because who cares if i get a little bit embarrassed when if there's like a chance that it could uh like people could like it you know and it's not gonna hurt anybody if everybody hates it except for me so and I mean, I'm not going to shove it down people's throat. You know, like if you don't like it, it's fine. That's fine. No, yeah. But not it's, listen. it's a harmless thing. Yeah. And 
yeah, it shouldn't matter what other people think, but I'm right there with you. Yeah. It's very tough. Mm-hmm. But it's the, it's the, it's a just cause to be, I think it's kind of like, it's like uh it's a noble pursuit. Yeah, it's the mission. Yeah. And it's cool. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's very there's a reason why we're both still doing that because mm-hmm. it's like it gives you something yeah. like really that nothing else can give you. It's like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. does give yeah, there's a lot of dopamine hits. But it might not hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might you might actually sit down bust. and be like, "Oh god, I'm I'm the worst." I'm very horrible at everything I do, and it's bad. Yeah, gambling's a lot more black and white, though. It There's is. With music, it's like one day you could think you won the lottery, and then the next day you yeah. could think, like, you struck out, and this is worth nothing. Right. But then there's there's different level of gambling wins. You know, you can win 100 bucks on the slots, or you can win a million dollars playing blackjack or whatever, and... You could do either way. I don't know. But like sometimes when you're playing guitar, something's like, oh, that's a win. That's a little win. And then you're like, I think I came out on top. Uh, And sometimes it's like, oh, this is great. Well, yeah. And and it kind of, you don't really, it's more gray. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about today is like, you know, Everybody loves animals, but there's some people who make it their career to study animals, to go out and immerse themselves in, like, finding everything there is to know about giraffes or some shit. Mm-hmm. They go out in the... in the um, Savannah. Yes. Thank you. And they study them. And there's people... Like, everybody loves music. But some people choose to really delve into it and live in that, go as deep as they can go into that world and try to understand it and be a part of it. And uh, it's just interesting, like, you know, how... It's like you find out more than you really wanted to know. Well, to me... Like music is still this mystery that I hope always remains, you know, yeah, somewhat mysterious. I'd like to understand more of it. I'd like to be able to make it better, be better at making it. But um, that's a big part of it's. It music is magic to me. I think it is to yeah most people. We talked about this, I think, the last time. Yeah, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> no, I, I think I, it's the universe acting through you. And it's, <laughs> it's a gift. We're all antennas. Um, I think everyone has a creative, like, that's. I guess I meant more the world of creativity in general. Like, some people choose to really explore how to create themselves, like, you know, how, um, and some people just kind of enjoy it as a, something to consume which is great um and you know everyone yeah. everyone does that too but 
Yeah. You were talking about the person that studied giraffes. I thought you were going uh, where, like, if someone goes into veterinarian school because they're interested in animals and they want to save animals, that person will end up killing more animals than uh, most other people. Oh, are you going? By, like, putting them down. Where, okay. They can't save every animal. Yeah. And then, like, music, you know, I feel like I've killed more song ideas. <laughs> That's a great point. You know, like, there's been a lot of things that I've been like, oh, I love this. Like, I, this could be really cool. And then it's like, I No, you're it. right. I because there's so many times where the magic of music is lost to me yeah. completely because I'm making it so poorly. And you knew it was there. Yeah. You can't find and it. And I know it's there. Some Someone has it, but I, it's not me. It's moved on. It's, it's like yeah. there was a like a like an energy cloud above your head that was shining rays upon you. And you're like, oh. I get it. You, you, that's you were inspired, and then it was like, you know what? He's taking too long, and it just goes on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Went upstairs to me. <laughs> to the, you I took got, it from me. I took it, and I've been milking that on my rice. I've been getting this cow, cash cow cloud. <laughs> I, don't know, I called it a cow for some reason, um, but. Anyway, oh, that's all right. I just keep losing my train of thought. All right. The rice is, is okay, everybody. In fact, he says it's perfect, which, you know, who's to say what a perfectly cooked grain of rice really is? Could be uh, up to preference. But... This rice will be contributing to the uh, fried rice um, that will be prepared at some point, apparently. We will, you know, keep a close eye on the developments on this rice. I've got my mirepoix, if you will, prepared already. It's not really mirepoix. It's, uh, what is that? Mirepoix is uh, carrot, celery, and onion. And this is like uh, onion, carrot, uh, peas, maybe. That's kind of like some weave shit, kind of a little bit. No, no, that's just, uh, that's some the bear shit. Ah. Some Michelin shit. The bear is pretty much an anime. (laughs) Yeah, everything's pretty much an anime, if you really think about it. But I, uh... I've never seen an anime, so yeah. I wouldn't know, and I won't. I think that's like a, gr- a hill that I'm gonna die on. I think like that's never. good. I think that's perfectly. Uh, that's healthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think uh, I the older know. I get, the more I'm like, shut off. Hmm. Just don't even, don't don't get that shit near me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I like your tattoo. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm good, bro. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> hey, bro, have yeah. you seen? No, not going to watch it. I'm good. I'm good. Just, yeah. It says a lot. Like, my dad knew what he was talking about. Yeah. It, it, like, in that. Yeah, there's certain things. Like, my dad used to tell me, figure it out. Yeah. All the time. I was like five. I was like, daddy, how do I? He's like, figure it out. Great way to let someone know, like they 
are are not cap like they're not doing something right and they could be like you know it's within your ability like get, figure it out yeah you dumbass yeah but I th- feel like it, it wasn't I mean I, I well no we're not, I, <clears throat> like what what was he asking you to do I mean uh, I don't know I I remember like we used to have a boat and every time we'd take the boat out like I'd you know go out and try to help him or whatever yeah. And uh, I would just get in the way, I think. And I would kind of, he, he, you know, you know how dads get when they're like doing things for their family. They get all pissed. Yeah. They act On like, the, I think the boat, too. The I think boat's every, crazy. I think everyone that has family has owned a boat, your dad. A different person. Gets freaking angry. Yeah. Well, it's got to be stressful, you know, and no one, no one's lifting a finger to help the families expecting this of you like it's a given you know yeah. well i'm sure that's how it feels everyone obviously appreciate we always <laughs> like you know you got to constantly thank your dad when he's on the boat because oh, yeah. it's like thanks dad yeah thank you oh. thanks. dad this is awesome thank you for buying this boat and for driving it so well and for you know just being the best dad the best dad in the be. world <laughs> Yeah, and I then mean, they're hey, still pissed. A boat <laughs> probably is an expensive thing, you know. It's it's like buying another car. Yeah, perhaps. it's expensive. It's a hassle, stressful. Yeah, and it's you can't. Yeah, you got to drive it out there it's or like pay for it to be stored somewhere. It's a money pit. My yeah. dad told me the happiest day of a boat boat owner's life is the day he gets it and the day he sells it. something to that effect that's profound yeah that's like uh trying to think of a music analogy for that but (laughs) i can't yeah that's a bit everything should tie back into you know it's just like music yeah it's just like the the music i make but yeah no that's the kind of the important or the purpose of of what we're doing purpose right now that thing i was just playing you yeah. I titled that Wandering Purpose. There you go. Because it's feeling a little low when Let I... Let me guess. Because <laughs> you felt like your purpose, you were kind of was wandering. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What astute. Astutely yeah. observed, sir. Yeah, but that's a nice pairing of words. Got to give it to you, man. Well, you know, I think it sums up a certain feeling. It sounds like the name of a song. That people would like. Mm. It's got some marketability behind it. Really? Yeah. Which I hate that my mind went there. The marketability. <laughs> it's not like I have even marketed anything successfully ever. But I, I went to school for that. And I think it low-key kind of like left a impact on my brain a little bit. As it should. I mean, like, a college yeah. education should leave. But I don't back. like it. Yeah. I, I don't, don't like how you think. I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it either. It's it like, bothers me. Well, uh, this is. Because a, I, I think it bothers me because you're right. Yeah. And I don't like bringing business into you, this. Yeah, this is a good segue into my next point. Um, I kind of think that authentic art and good business pa- practices rarely coexist because 
I think a lot of times when you bring in these good business, and I don't want to say like good art, good business practices can't coexist, but I think when you bring in those business practices, a lot of times that kind of takes over. And then it's like, if you were making good art before, it's not, it's hard to preserve that when you are always trying to market or like, you know, serve, like build your, you know, profits or your uh, customer, your market share with your music. Like, you're going to sacrifice the art at some point and it's going to feel a little like forced um, unless I mean like I think that that happens a lot of times I don't know I if think it's it always just like becomes that, a new challenge that you have to navigate yeah before success and after because now there's a just a natural human instinct to try to hold on to what you have and to try to get more of it and if you start to live out of fear and make art out of fear of like that, you know, you losing some kind of security in your life that is going to make it suffer, you know, unless you can find a way to turn that feeling into genuine, <laughs> some really cool f- fear music. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually I'm afraid I'm afraid of there's that. like some song. Um, it, I don't know if it's called security, but, uh, it's like about that. Yeah. I you think know, I showed it to you before years ago. Probably, but, yeah. There's probably a lot of artists, successful artists out there today, that are writing these heartfelt songs about these very ideas of like, oh man, like I'm trying to be successful and make a bunch of money, but I also want to make good music. Well, if you listen to rap, I feel like rap is one of those. And well, I guess um. Every genre sort of has an interesting way of expressing their own, like, problems. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking country music is very pandering in a way. Yeah. And, like... Well, I think rap can be kind of pandering, I definitely too. agree, yeah. But, like, there's a... With rap, it's, like, you can just express so um, openly. Like, there's just a lot more opportunity you can just say more words like more observational be more observational it's more the status quo in rap songs i feel like to just kind of talk about your problems or like what's going on with you in your life it's all about you yeah i I got i got 99 problems this is yeah and i guess this could be said about music in general but i'm just i think there's more of that i think there's something to that and you talk about like how much money you're making. Kanye's talking about um, losing fifty million dollars, being yeah. in debt, and then Jesus saving him, and yeah. who knows what the next album will be. Oh, that's. I think he's going to be talking about his wife a lot, probably. Maybe like, have you seen yeah. those pictures he's been posting? Mm-mm. I'm I'm not uh, up to date on the. Oh, I mean, he's, he's been posting these kind of random pictures of his new wife like very scantily clad looking almost like a uh he's got a new wife a robot um yeah it's this uh lady that looks exactly like kim kardashian oh yeah i think i did see something about that she's kind of just like a younger replica of kim kardashian Mm. maybe she looks a little bit different i don't know but well i hope it's a great album yeah and kanye's just 
She's real proud of this girl. She got her kind of just posed like a like wearing his clothes and stuff. And well, good. Yeah, I think. Well, and I think there he did, he did drop some little like uh, music video thing. I didn't really listen to it, but it was like this AI music video thing that I thought it looked kind of cool. Um, Cause I mean I like AI music video. I think it's like looks. Some of them look pretty cool. I haven't seen an AI music video. Um. Well, I, like that thing I was showing you with like the alien guys. Oh yeah. Um, um, forget the guy's name. It's like Phantom World or some some shit. Yeah. Um. But it's like kind of cool to me. And the thing Kanye made was cool, but then a lot of people in the comments were like saying, this looks demonic. Uh, I thought you were a Christian. This is not doing, this is not of God. Well, the man's bipolar, so right. Christian one day, Satanist the next. <laughs> you know, it's just par for the course. Yeah. Jew hater. Jew hater. All the time. No. No. Con. Ah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, what's, anyway. what else? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. What, um, I noticed dry January is quickly turned into wet January, uh, that's we're soaking take, wet. Take the conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. It is. I mean, hence, you know, I, I have an affinity for beer that it's just nice to drink beer, you know, and uh, hey, Hannah Montana always said nobody's perfect, and a wise man also said, do what you love, you never work a day in your life, yeah, this guy loves drinking beer, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never get a job, <laughs> uh, yeah, never work a day in your yeah, life, yeah, it's kind of a funny <laughs> twist on it. <laughs> Do what you love. Never work a day in your life. I love drugs and alcohol. You're going to be unemployed and make music every day. <laughs> yeah. Working uh, working a day in your life isn't the worst thing in the world. You know, Josh was asking me if I had aspirations with music. And I really just was like, kind of brushed it off. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think the truth is I'm scared to have aspirations. I feel that, man. I think that's... And I that's kind of where I'm at. It's like uh, imposter syndrome. I think it's part of it. Yeah. Like kind of self-sabotage. But I think part of the imposter syndrome comes from not really having... Being an imposter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. But not hey, having like goals or aspirations uh, really other than just keep doing it which I mean uh, yeah I feel you man it's it's tough I feel the same way like it's it's hard to have goals and stick to them I don't know how people do it well that's what I, the whole thing is like okay if I make goals for music now all of a sudden I have metrics for failure and then if I don't meet these goals, now I'm going to feel like I somehow failed when 
in reality, I'm just doing the thing that I enjoy doing, which is a good thing to do. And, you know, I, I get, uh, you know, it benefits my life. Something I have to show for myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I was, were you listening to what I was saying? I was with you, was with you for a minute. And sorry. Then I kind of, I sorry, I got distracted. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm a bad listener, dude. I get like, I'm just saying like, I'm afraid to have something to where I can feel like I'm failing at music when it's really just something that I enjoy doing and doing it in and of itself should be enough. Right. Like, yeah, that's yeah. But I guess you're right. If you're conscious of that and you just decide, okay, I'm not going to let myself get discouraged. I'm just going to set these goals. And if I, if I achieve them, great. But if I don't, then what's the worst that happened? I made more music and I got better at it. Yeah. It's just really tough to have that mindset. Yeah. Like all the time. Uh, Yeah. And there's like, if you are in, if you get that mindset and you're in this period of time where like you're making a lot of music that just you you just like it you know like it just you like it and maybe you're not sharing it with other people or like you are but you just don't really care but like you like it and then that makes you kind of want to share it and then you get in that habit and then it's like I don't know it's it's just like it's so hard to just stay remembering that like you like to do this and you think what you're making is cool and not take lack of acceptance as like a sign that you should not do it or that it's not good because it's really just um, marketing failure. I think because I think the barrier to making music that, there is an audience for is pretty low. I think anybody is pretty much able to make music that some people would like. Not anybody. Of course not anybody. But like I think I think both of us are at the level where we could make music like that people would like. It's just connecting with that audience. And when you don't connect with that audience, you have failed from a marketing perspective. And that's what happens when you put music out and no one likes it and you think, oh man, my music sucks. Your music doesn't suck. You just didn't connect it with the right people that would think it was cool. Um, and maybe it does suck. Sometimes sometimes it does suck. Yeah, but I think even if your music, if, if most people think it sucks, there's going to be enough people <laughs> who want to listen to it yeah. to where you could actually have an audience. Yeah. And I think I've listened. Uh, there's been some artists that I've really liked that I've thought, like, you know, this guy's not yeah, an incredible. Definitely. Coat like, Seller, shout out. Yeah. Dude's a beast. Right. Yeah. I love that dude. Uh, and seeing his process, Once Upon a Synth on YouTube. Yes. That guy just kind of going through all his, like, how he tracks a song. And it's like, wow, he just kind of added this thing and added this thing and added this thing. And I understood all of it. And then now he's got this really cool song. Yeah. And it's like, just keep it simple. And I think that like going back to what you said about just posting stuff that's like a song, it can just 
be simple. And I think some people, like, that's more than enough for them. They're not looking for some kind of, like, masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's low investment for them, for them. So it doesn't have to be, like, a huge, like, masterpiece every time. It's just, like... Don't take it so seriously. Yeah. Here it is. People. Here it is. And they probably aren't. They probably aren't. They probably not. They don't give a shit. (laughs) They're probably like, they've probably only seen one of them. They've never posted. They're not taking it seriously, but I don't want them to think I'm taking it seriously. Yeah. Because sometimes they am, but most of the time. Oh, okay. Can I show you this thing I've been working on? Absolutely. On a guitar? Yeah, man. Because this is something that I have been working on. And there's also a performance element to this like visual performance I'm, ex- I'm not like gonna dance but like okay <laughs> I'm excited it's very there's a very subtle thing about are you gonna it. sing no I don't have any words awesome i was trying to record a video of doing that like to where i like because i thought it was interesting that my hand my left hand's not doing anything i noticed that the first time you played it in the context of the song it's like now i have a free hand yeah 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 i couldn't figure out what to do with my hand though i was gonna do like a (laughs) yeah a little flip off really cool I think I've been really like just interested in like very beautiful flowy yeah you're picking that's yeah I was just thinking like you've been making a lot of that stuff you're really good at making those kind of um, droning flowy like almost like a, a mantra of this guitar mantra yeah I like that know. yeah it's like hypnotic. It's trance-like. Well, I know I'm not. 
like there's some guys I've, I've it's because I'm inspired by these people that do it that are like really really good at it and they're playing in like really interesting tunings that I can't be bothered to kind of I hate retuning my guitar to get to like a different I don't know I'll do like a drop D or like tune down a half step or something but like there's this dude on Instagram Will Paquin you heard that guy sounds familiar he's a beast the guy can he makes this amazing music that inspires me so much and it's shit that's kind of like that but it's like it's better and I'm trying to get to that but I've noticed a lot a lot of these guys that make this kind of picking stuff they have this grown out fingernails oh, on their yeah, picking hand I wouldn't I can't do that I yeah I can't do that for sure like I don't think I'd be able yeah. to do that how long have your fingernails ever gotten I don't even know I'm a chronic fingernail biter and they are outrageously short like not well they're 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 shorter than they should be at all times all you know so constant pain for a long time yeah I've always bit my nails until they've just been bleeding and in pain and I just kind of live like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. I'm sure your teeth are not in great shape. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're okay, but yeah. I Yeah. It's probably, <laughs> probably not good for them. Uh, I, like, uh, use my right, um, I don't know the names of the teeth, but, like, it, the kind of uh, the right side next to the uh, molars incisors or uh what are the front teeth incisors yeah, yeah. next to like the right oh. incisor um yeah i would bite my nails with that and then i had to switch to the left side because i noticed my right was getting a little like worn oh <laughs> yeah one of those tooths mm. for me is like kind of loose Oh, like I can kind of wiggle it. Oh, and I don't like that. No, it's like I feel like tooth should be, you know, nestled in there pretty snug. (laughs) Quite (laughs) snug. Yeah. I don't like having a loose. No, you don't want that. Yeah. I don't like that either. My gum was receding. I've had nightmares about that. Yeah. Oh, dude, me too. Yeah. I think that's like a common thing. I think so. I've heard that. Yeah. It's like a stress thing. Yeah. I think you told me that. Someone told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've had dreams though. You wake up and you're like, oh man, my teeth, I still have them. Cause like you feel like your teeth, for me, it's been all of my teeth that have mm. fallen out. Like it always, it's like, it's like that scene from Always Sunny, like Charlie taking one tooth out and it's just like, they all are coming out. Um, And it's a terrible feeling. Like, Oh man, I lost my teeth. Yeah, and a lot of like that's like losing your social security card. A lot of horror movies. Worse. It's like when you when people's teeth start coming out, it's like oh fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, this is some evil stuff going on. There's some demons around. Oh yeah. Teeth are coming out. There's demons. Oh, I remember in first grade, some girl that was in my class uh, fell like we were. We all had to go to the bathroom at the same time because we were first graders and we couldn't be trusted to go to the bathroom alone. And we weren't all in there together, but we got in a line and went to the bathroom. And this one girl was walking to the bathroom and slipped on some water 
landed face first on oh, the tile. Oh, I knew you were going to say this. And then the next sound you hear is this little <sighs> like this like like a Dude, that would teeth, haunt me forever. Teeth skipping over hard yeah. floor tile and Oh, the that's wall. terrible. And that sound has always haunted me. I it's think like, about oh. like the teeth coming out and then prying against your gums, you know? Yeah. And then oh. And thinking about like tooth like when someone's teeth like shatter and there's like partial teeth still in your mouth. And oh, like and the roots. Tooth, yeah, and it's, it's the exposed. nerves. Oh. Dude, I chipped my tooth. Ooh. I fell face first and uh, landed on my like, like uh, elbow, but I kept my head fell forward and I hit the uh, sidewalk, the concrete, and sh- directly on my Ooh. left incisor, chipped Ooh. it. And that, I had nerve pain from that for like anytime I touched it with my tongue. It yeah, was that's horrible. The worst it feeling. was, yeah, dude. Bad. I went through that bad feeling. Whew. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like making music. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Uh, on the tooth thing. I, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm going to stay on this. <laughs> I've no, never baby. seen anything crazier than uh, what happened to my sister when she was like seven. Uh, she had the bl- the cords for the blinds on the curtains by the window. We had her couch up against the window. So she's set- standing on top of the couch. She's probably younger than seven. She's probably like five. Maybe, I don't know. Something like that. And she was on top of the couch. And she had the cords for the blinds. She put them in her mouth. Um, bit down on them. And then she wanted to see if she could swing off the couch gripping the cord of the blinds with only her teeth um like a cartoon or something <laughs> <laughs> so she jumps all her weight it wraps around the front four teeth and the top and just rips them completely like adjacent like oh 90 my degrees God. and they're just sticking straight forward out of her face blood was everywhere and this all happened when it was just me and then my other two siblings home and we were all like, hey, like Hannah was thirteen. I thought you were about to say hammered. No, no, no. <laughs> we weren't hammered. <laughs> my oldest sister was like thirteen, and my parents were gone. They were somewhere else, and it was like a holiday or something, like Labor Day. So it was super hard to get her to like find. They could. My parents couldn't find like a dentist, and she was like, her teeth were absolutely fucked. Were they, but they were baby teeth. Yeah, they yeah. were. Um, God. Oh. And then she didn't have front teeth for like, she lost her front teeth like way earlier than Four. she should have. Yeah. Oh. And so she went like a long time with like no front teeth. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like there were kids like that in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> you see, they had like an entire row of like yeah. half a row of Did missing teeth. Like, just like what kicked in the face by a horse or something? Yeah. Like how did you lose all this? I'm sure that does happen, man. Because, like, you know. Your did happen. Yeah, 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 it did. God, yeah, I remember, like, but you you would know, like, it it takes a while for the, from the time you first can tell that a tooth gonna, is going to go, you start to get that little wiggle, you, that little itch when you pull it against your gums there, and then you know, you know, I don't know how long it takes, a month. Yeah, you keep, like. Messing with it with your tongue, yeah, and, and it's it'll like slowly. Kinda, oh yeah, and you can get it all the way under there, but just oh. barely hanging on. It's like, yeah. 
uh, yeah, and when it's like barely hanging on by one little piece of But it still hurts. Gum, and you know if you ripped it out it would hurt. It would probably bleed. Yeah, it'd bleed. And to imagine that like not nowhere near like if that's like ninety percent along <laughs> oh, having that ripped out of your skull. Oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. And you know what the crazy thing is? They they found a doctor, like a an oral surgeon that was like the dad of one of Hannah's friends or something. So they took Caroline in there and they tried to sew her teeth back in to like back to where they were supposed to be. And they did that for like a couple of weeks. But she said it got really infected oh. and it, they all just filled up with pus. Oh. And I don't think it is probably like a couple of days, maybe actually, because yeah. they got them removed pretty quick. And then she just didn't have teeth for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> But that was some crazy shit, dude. That happened oh, right in yeah. front of my eyes. And there, I remember this huge pool of blood. Oh. And uh, just, like, talking to my parents on the phone, like, you guys got to <laughs> get here, like, now. This is horrible. Damn. Was it like, uh, were you guys all watching her do about to do this thing? No. Or was she just kind of like didn't tell anybody? Me, she was we were, just, yeah, we were all just there, like, just kind of, <sighs> I think Hannah was cooking. And me and Hudson oh. were just kind of playing around and doing something, playing with a dog, maybe. Yeah. And then she's just over there on her own. <laughs> she's like, I want to fly like a cartoon <laughs> character and bite this thing. And yeah. Like one of those uh, planes you attach to a ceiling fan. Yeah. String. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember. Something you made, maybe? Um, thing we made. Matilda. Yeah. There. Okay, this is what I wanted to say. God. Uh, the chords, like the 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 picking thing. It's like the magical picking, <laughs> the flowy picking thing. There's something about playing it faster, like at a certain speed where you get this rhythm. It's like this, like yeah. you unlock this new rhythm. To yeah. It. And that's what I'm trying to do. Um. Sorry, I'm like struggling. Uh, we should have been the podcast. We should have been. Oh, no, no, that. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Play, play, play like the, uh, just the normal.
Why are you shaking your head? Because I think my low E string's out of tune. <laughs> oh. Dude, listen, man. That's it right there. I mean, that's it because when you started playing that, I think I speak for all of the listeners when I say it was like, okay. Right. Well, okay. I think I started to kind of connect my, I turned my brain off for a second. See, when I was, you just heard me like really going through a crisis of like playing that really terribly for a second. And well, you were playing it fast. You're playing it different. Yeah. And I was trying to tap into something where my, and I was in a different headspace completely. And I was like, I can't get, I couldn't tap in. Well, and I think the listener can't tap in. Even if you had played that perfectly at that speed, this is like, you know, you told me recently slow it down or like don't be afraid to slow it down slow it play down. it at your pace if that's what you want to do because there are no rules you can make whatever you want and i think when i heard that i understood what i was hearing more as opposed to when you just kind of are going so fast sometimes it sounds like noise to me and that's just not my kind of music and that's just me it's people you know music for everyone but i like to you want those distinctive notes I want those distinctive notes. I want that rhythm. I want to feel that vibe. And it's just really nice. I like I like the last way you played it. But, sorry, I wasn't trying to make a judgment call on that. I was just trying to encourage you. Because that yeah. sounded really good. And it, when you started playing that, I just it all made sense. Thanks, dude. I appreciate <clears throat> that. Yeah. I've been... Uh, yeah, I've been making a lot of new shit lately, and I don't know. It's just kind of been fun. I've been thinking of like that same kind of thing, just kind of simple and don't overthink it. And I'm not offended. I think, yeah, I think it's cool. If you thought it sounds cool, it sounds cool. That's good, too. And I'm just thinking I'm having fun kind of piecing these little things together in my head to where, like, you know, it, get to, it gets to a point where you're kind of working on something on guitar where it kind of, you have these moments where it kind of clicks for you and that and it's like this might not be objectively correct or like the smartest thing to do here but i just did that and i like the way that sounds and i'm I'm gonna do like do like that it's like taking a lego set and just kind of building your own thing free ball in the legos and it still looks cool and it can be something to the eye, it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I always did that with Legos. I don't, I don't know about you. No, never. I was a rule follower. You're a rule follower. Yeah, yeah, big time. I always, I, I would try to be a rule follower, and then I'd always get to a point where I was like, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm gonna build my own cool thing. And well, I respect, I admire people like you. It did not always work out, but it's no, fun. but that, yeah. It's fun to like, and that's cooler creative. to me. Who gives a fuck? Oh, you followed the instructions. Congrats, you know. Yeah, building dude. something yourself from your own mind—that's exciting. That's creativity. That's that's being an artist. I I think it's honestly. I'm a fraud, dude. No man, there's ain't nothing wrong with following the rules every now and then. You can follow the rules creatively as well. Like you can be doing everything right, but then purposely decide to not do this one thing. And it's like, well, that's, or, you know, I don't know. You don't have to break all the rules. I think there's something to be said for breaking all the rules. But if you're breaking all the rules, then you are still acknowledging the rules. You know, we were talking about when you don't understand the rules. You yeah. know, <laughs> there's yeah. no breaking or following. It's right. just 
You don't even know. You don't have no idea. You're making your own rules. But yeah, rules, steps can be dangerous, I think, for sure, to like Well, you were talking creativity. about this today, you know, creating sort of a, a I process. Was. I was. And hey, um, that's that stupid business no, 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 coming no. back in. No, I think there's something to that, but what you just said is also true. You know, you got to, you got to, can't, can't count that out. You know, you can get to a point where it becomes formulaic and you don't leave room for inspiration. Yeah. And you got to switch up that. You got to purposefully like break the plan, start completely differently, do something different like every now and then, break out of the mold. Every now and then. But yeah. not always. No, because yeah. if you're constantly, you know, you're never going to get in a groove. You're never going to find, you know, like you can't always rely on inspiration. We know this. You have yeah. to rely on uh, discipline. Can't always rely on motivation. I think inspiration does come more easily than motivation for me. Huh. I can be uninspired but unmotivated. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I feel like, I f- yeah, that's interesting. I think it's kind of the, they can kind of be the same thing sometimes. Yeah. Like if something inspires you enough. Like, if you are inspired, you're motivated to uh, record it. Yeah. Or, But not always, though. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm disciplined, I almost always... I, don't, I no longer need the motivation, but I usually will find the inspiration if I just commit to doing, sitting down and really trying. Yeah. And giving myself the time to kind of let all the bullshit that was keeping me from sitting down uh, in the first place to push that out of my mind, get in this zone to where whatever I'm creating, I no longer have any real judgment towards it other than do I like this? Do I like what I'm hearing? Do I like the way it makes me feel? Do I like the way it sounds in my ears, my brain? Am I feeling something from this? And if I get that, I'm good. And that's all it takes to keep going and to build something. But uh, if you don't sit down, you know, it's like I was telling you, that guy, he said, like, you know, if I relied on inspiration for every time I wrote, I might not do anything for a month. And that's, you know. Who was that? Um, I can't remember. Hmm. Yeah. It takes discipline. But also I think just to reiterate, like if it feels like it's too much work, then maybe you need to change something. And it doesn't have to be a permanent change, but it can just be like a let me break like, you know, I don't know, there's something about this that I'm sick of that I don't want to put up with so let me take that part out and you know I don't know and then that can re it can make you think of it as something new which can be can be inspiring yeah um but right now I think I'm feeling pretty good with the process I have going and it's like I want to keep doing stuff like that I think you lean into that especially now if you have some momentum yeah like that's when you know, 
I saw a lot of growth when I was doing this consistently over a prolonged period of time. That's when I saw the most growth, and that like sounds obvious, but it's pretty crazy when you experience it firsthand. <laughs> you can kind of look back and you're like, "Oh wow, I was on a tear." <laughs> yeah, and I really improved from that. Right, and you know, and consistency is hard to find. Consistency over time, yeah. It, which I guess by definition, it's a bit redundant, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think for some people it seems like it comes easy or like they have a strength in that area of like being really consistent, and I think that's that's a quality that I really admire that I wish I had more of in myself is being more consistent. That was kind of one of my low-key New Year's resolutions was to be more consistent. Well, I'm pretty consistent just about the wrong things. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, so am I. Yeah. So I'm pretty consistent about the problem being is what we're being consistent with. Consistently inconsistent. Um, that that's a modest mouse lyric I like. How can someone so inconsistent mess up so consistently? Bars. Um. But yeah, it's a balance. It's a finding hey i want to do this thing this is my goal goals goals create consistency well i think too if we can tie this back in with tie it up wrap it up yeah so you know sitting down let's say you set a goal Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sit down and make music for 30 minutes every single day uh, whatever that looks like you know in some capacity whether it's just writing words for lyrics whatever it is think okay. of a melody okay if you set this goal for yourself and every day after those 30 minutes you think man that was a waste of time i didn't do anything i didn't accomplish anything i didn't get better what i made wasn't good you know that is not that's that's not going to motivate you to keep going that's mm-hmm. going to discourage you um but if you look at it like well although my goal was to make music for 30 minutes say like it didn't go according to plan really or i didn't feel like i got something from it but it doesn't matter because i know over time this is going to pay off it's gonna make me better and i'm not (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good mentality to think of it as like an investment like Like it's not gonna be going back to like not creating lose losing stakes for yourself because what you're doing is working towards the path of what you want to be doing what you should be doing you're doing you're just practicing you're spending time doing it and 30 minutes spent shitting the bed trying to make something good that sucks is way better than 30 minutes spent doing fuck all yeah and if and that has to be your mentality it's just you know obviously quality of work matters but you have to get through the shit to get to the good stuff that's just how it goes yeah yeah well, then that, that makes me think about, like, songs 
finishing songs. I think it's important to do. But like you said, there's a certain amount of shit you have to get through in order to kind of get to the good stuff. And I think songs you write, you have to write like a bunch of them that are not good. Um, but it's easy to get in this habit of just knowing it's going to be bad and then just abandoning it when it's like, I still want to be disciplined enough to finish a song when I know it's not that good. It might not be a good one because then when I do have a really good idea, I might be better equipped to bring it to the the end and keep it good as opposed to messing it up and then thinking like, oh, <laughs> it's over. It's, you're oh, right. it's a bad one. You're right, because if you start a thousand projects that you don't finish, you're going to get really good at starting projects. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're not going to have any experience or practice doing every other step of the process until completing a song. Yeah. And it's like if you always get caught up, your drums suck, so you never add them. So you always get stuck, and you're never finishing anything because of that. You're never going to get better at that. Yeah. You know? And I've noticed that with myself both ways, you know? I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, now I'm better at doing this in my songs. Yeah. Um, Because I didn't give up when I got to that point every single time. I finally pushed through, and then I made, at some point, a breakthrough or I gained some kind of understanding. Yeah. And it made like, everything like, easier. Yeah. And you just keep adding those things, and eventually it's like, okay, I'm filling in all the gaps. Yeah. I'm getting that better in every area. Think, I think you've gotten a lot better at, like, taking a loop, like a four-bar loop, and then expanding that out to, like, have a lot of, like, dynamic development and, like... It's my bullshit process. <laughs> I know. I think it's a cool process. Because <laughs> I'll see something that's just kind of like a, a loop, and then you you bring it past that and bring make it into something that's, like structured and makes sense like and it's like it's cool to see growing out of my rule following phase hey yeah dude frick that shit frick it dude sometimes you just gotta say frick that you just say frick that and you say hey i'm going to keep doing this and i'm gonna hold on to this initial idea of this little song i wrote about this girl i liked that really you know, treated me bad. Did me wrong. Did me dirty, and maybe I'm in the wrong, but when I wrote this, I was really sad, and I... <laughs> and that makes me right. <laughs> that makes me right about it, and it's... Yeah, I, I did it, and I need to honor that, because at one point, me, three months ago, when I started this dang thing, I was really, like, thinking, whoa, there's something here. I sat my ass down. I recorded that. And now I need to honor that guy. Be like, hey, buddy, listen, it's me. It's you from the future. And this thing is is kind of a uh, piece of shit. It's not good. It's not that novel of an idea you were having there. But I'm bringing it home anyway. And you'll listen to it in the future from now. And you'll know eh, it's not that great. <laughs> but it's complete. And that's all that matters. Yeah. You got to alley-oop your future self. Mm-hmm. Like here, bro. I did all I could. Hopefully, God willing, one day you're better than me. Yeah. And you can finish this shit right. Bring it home. Put it. Finish it. Put it in its graveyard. That's a whole new thing. Okay. So uh, this is just coming to me right now. But like, tell me. I got all these songs that I've 
kind of declared finished. Oh, that'd be a good album name. Yeah. Sorry. Graveyard. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, I might make that a folder in my files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the graveyard. That's what I was kind of thinking. Uh, like to have. Like you, I, I think Spotify is a good tool for that. When you put a song out on Spotify, I'm never gonna go work on that again. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna like what am I? I've already put it out, so it's like I'm not. I can't. Like I, I don't know. Uh, but then just taking all those songs and just kind of having them, yeah, put away and, but like filed in a way that you can go back and you can look because you need to be able to go back and see like your little art gallery you your know, archive your archive yeah like this is all the little things i did and the created fall. i didn't do that with band camp you ever put stuff on band camp i never listen on there i don't listen on it either i just use it to host i listen to my own stuff on band camp oh and <laughs> like maybe two other people but there's some cool music on band camp that i've found because it's so low key, you know, it's just like it's free. Although, yeah, Bandcamp surely has some garbage. Garbage. Lost audio feed for a second there. Ah, good. But anyway, I mean, yeah, man. Well, your future self. Let's let's alley oop our future selves. Yeah, and let's really. You know, just keep at it. The consistency is key. Yeah, dog. Yeah, man. It's just keep it going. Hey, man. And it's going to pay off. You know? Yeah, dude. It'll, I think. No, I think good. it's already paid off in my life, honestly. Like, straight yeah. up. It's like, it's a cool thing that I have some ability in. Yeah. Whatever that looks like, I'm happy that I got it. For yeah. Real. It's a cool hobby. Yeah. It really is. Very grateful. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Until next time.